1: Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis.
2: Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me are the world famous Pot Brothers at Law and Mr. Joe Grande. And we are live at G4 Live and the Budtenders
3: Awards. And we have a fantastic lineup for you guys today. Well, I just want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast Cannabis Talk 101 all around the world. And you know what, it's great. We got to meet a lot of people here that have come to visit us and see us and listen to the podcast. So thank you for those who have come and you know those that are listening, you can come to the next one and actually slap hands and hang out with us. And you could go to all the amazing shows that that are here at this event and, and do the activities that G4 Live are doing. So make sure you listen for the next one that's coming up. But if you ever want to give us a call, 800-420-1980. That number again, Blue. 1-800-420-1980. Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news. Learn the script and so much more at Cannabis Talk 101. Yes. At Pot underscore Brothers underscore at underscore Law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at one Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. 52. And where I was at last (laughs) night, folks, that guy that just yelled 52 was lost in bed Well, me... Mark and Blue, Elvis, Pitt, the whole crew. Everybody. We were out there. Erica was shaking her tail feather like she just don't care. Hello. <laughs> Watching this amazing performance by a young gentleman. His name is Hunter. Get it Mo right? Ellum. Mo, Mo Ellum. Mo Ellum, And Mo Ellum is M O U A L L E M, which. I had a hard time pronouncing. I didn't. But Mola the dope Ella. thing about this young 18-year-old gentleman, correct, young yeah. man?
4: Yeah, 18. 18
3: wow. years old where you were able to be on stage with Travis Barker yeah, as you guys were rocking out, dog. And the cool part is, you know, I'm in the back corner. We had a little whoop-de-whoop sitting back there partying. And then when you guys when you came on, we walked out to the sand and we were gigging. You had a, us having a great time, everybody around me was having a good time. How did it feel for you to be on stage with Travis Barker?
4: Yeah, I'm glad you guys were having a good time. I was having a good time. That was my first performance ever, so. What? It was crazy. Yeah, I had a great time, so I thought, Considering it was my first time, I had I did. Hold on a it. second, yeah. first
3: performance ever. Ever, and you're on stage with Blink 182's yeah. Travis Barker.
4: Yeah, that's crazy. Did
3: your mom say what the hell? And your dad, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I, they did. Your friends
4: are like, what? Yeah, they did not understand what was happening. I posted, and there, they were, everyone was blowing up my phone like, what's happening? Like, is this for real or are you joking? <laughs> you're just it? lying.
3: You photoshopped yourself, yeah. with that we've seen the, the <laughs> yeah. post that you did.
5: Yeah. Wait, wait. Before we get to how that all actually came to be, I want to point out, I, you know, I was there early just hanging out and their sound checks were going on and i heard somebody was singing and i was listening and i heard i can't remember the lyrics but it was hello? like <laughs> yeah, just, no I that's kid, what it was it's he, hello that's a song yeah no, no, that's the first song no, yeah. I know, yeah i know but the lyrics there there were good meaning behind it. it meant something there was something there and it sounded so good i look up there's this young kid doing a sound check and then just to hear that this is the first time you've ever performed. Now I wanna know the, how it led to there and when was the first time you started singing and in front of who it was, just your parents? To get you here, yeah, no, I, sure. Well,
4: yeah, the first time I ever started uh, actually recording was when I was 16. Uh, I made a studio, well first I started off in my bedroom just in a closet, just uh, bought a mic, Bought a. I used my mom's laptop, got GarageBand going and uh, I started making beats, started making songs but before that, way before, um, I was introduced to Kanye West. I uh, listened to Gold Digger. That was the first song I ever Woo! heard. So. <laughs> I got a I think I was probably seven or eight years old. And uh, I just knew I loved hip-hop after that. So I, then I started playing instruments. I started playing the drums. My older brother plays the drums and guitar. He, uh, he taught me the drums, so I loved that. Uh, I played instruments through school. I played the saxophone. And uh, in Hello, at the end, there's a recorder part. I played the recorder in school. And I just picked it up one day and I was, like, messing around with it. And uh, I actually put it in a song, so That's I put that in wow. there. Wow. But, yeah, I started recording when I was 16 just for fun. And then I started taking it more serious at the end of 2020. So when I was 17 and I just turned 18 so, in February. So
2: did you grow up having, having uh, singing lessons and or, or vocalizing or you just decided to just... No, I didn't. None of that. I Just, just a uh, natural, just, I, huh? I
4: just decided I should give it a shot. I had lessons for uh, piano and stuff like that, but I just didn't like having lessons. I just like learning it by myself. I learned everything I did from YouTube and the internet. Wow. So yeah. Wow.
2: Fantastic.
4: That is so it,
3: amazing at this stage of people's lives that they this could do generation. It. And, and how did you get hooked up with G4 Live? Like, Where did they find you? How did Keith Allen pull you into his world?
4: Yeah, so uh, my first song, I released it on uh, New Year's. Uh, so he heard it. Um, through a friend of my dad's and then he he loved it he showed his kids and his family it and they all loved it they were um, they were excited about it so he got in contact with me and uh, we started talking and he said have you ever performed live before and I said no I've never performed live and he said well I have a event in um, uh, Vegas do you want to come and I said yeah like I just took the opportunity and I'm so thankful that he gave it to me. Hunter Muellem,
3: where are you from exactly? I'm from
4: uh, Alberta, Canada.
3: Wow, so you came over from Canada for this.
4: Opened
2: up for Travis Barker at G4 Live, Bud Tenders Awards, and let me tell you young man, We appreciate the entertainment that you gave us. I watched you rock it up there. I seen your your emotions and your feeling and your energy. It was awesome to just get to, you know, vibe out with you and experience your music, my
4: friend. Yeah, I had fun doing it for the first time. I'm glad people also had fun.
3: Dope. And as you mentioned, Kanye West was one of the first persons you heard of a song, which was Gold Digger, which uh, what's who who else did the hook on Gold Digger? That's the actor's name. uh,
4: Jamie Foxx. Jamie
3: Foxx, great song right there. Is that more of your influence and your style right there? Or who would you say is, is a big influence for you?
4: Yeah, for sure. Just because he's a he's a, like a full package of an artist. He's uh, he's producing. He's mixing. He's writing. I think uh, overall he's definitely my favorite artist because of all the things he does. And uh, yeah, also just because I'm from Canada, Drake. I have yeah. To, I have Drake's to like Drake. Drake's
3: dope. Actually, yeah. I I didn't realize how much. But not only Drake. I can't front on the first one that really blew up from Canada, which you could be the next one. That's just JD. like, exactly. I mean, Justin Bieber, dog, his new music right now, I believe Justin Bieber found his real lane, which is vulnerable, truthful. His music now touches actually my soul when I hear him. That like song where he's talking about running to the altar yeah. and doing it. Folks, if you ain't pip on Justin Bieber's new music, he ain't bubblegum pop. He's he's. Very vulnerable, truth-seeking music that speaks to adults. My like, mama don't lie. You know what I mean? You. And they saying how much everyone. Yeah. Dude, he's just amazing. <laughs> and you know what's great about you is, as you mentioned, all the stuff that you played growing up. You're not some fucking bubblegum kid who just knows how to sing. And is a good-looking young man, you're an artist. You play instruments. Thank you, you do those. Just like Justin Bieber
2: from yeah. Canada. And it's, yeah. that's the relation right there. That's the relation. I, I think that, you know, someone like yourself, as young as you are, you have a lot of opportunity because young artists is what a lot of people are looking for, right? Yeah. And so, you know, being that ability, just keep your, keep your head down, stay focused on your vision, and expand your imagination because when you do that, it can never come back to its original form. And it's super important to understand that you have to have this amazing imagination, which is what got you here. So I, I, I applaud you for that, young man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I got a,
5: I got a question. After Keith tells you, asks you if you ever perform, you say no, and he says, "Do you want to?" When do you learn that Travis Barker is involved?
4: Uh, I think we probably learned that maybe about a month ago. Uh, and so, how
5: was that? How did that happen? And what did you feel like when you learned that?
4: Yeah, I didn't really believe it. Like I was just <laughs> like, "How is this happening?" Like. Uh, I knew I was putting in the work and it it, it paid off. But it's it's kind of crazy. It's surreal. It was. It doesn't feel. What like was it's it like
5: first speaking to him about what was going to happen when you were going to perform? To Keith. Well, no, to Travis.
4: I haven't spoke to Travis.
5: And you <laughs> played with him.
4: Yeah. How, I,
5: how What's that like?
4: It was cool. Like it was really cool to uh, be there and just. Uh, get the performance knocked out so then after I could watch him and just realize what a genius he is on the drums. Yeah, yeah he,
1: he
2: his show was amazing last night. Um, you know, having having them play that, and, and that was a very special performance by Travis Barker because he hasn't um, came out and played a DJ set with him playing live anywhere since in DJ several, AM, yeah. Since DJ AM, several, several years, and he just knocked it out the park. I think he maybe took a 15-second break for water and just went back to work and that is special.
3: and Not you. only special, just had us all flipping. Was it weird seeing an old man at your rehearsal geeking out? I'm just thinking about you about being Mark. there so <laughs> early. I'm like, Mark, <laughs> you broke down a story. He's like, well, I was there at the party before it even opened, smoking joints in the corner <laughs>
1: and I watching this so. young
3: kid singing hello. Hey, you know, it was great. You got to absorb the atmosphere.
5: Now we're going to get when to hear a few bars
1: since this old man couldn't make
3: it last night. He said a few bars. Yeah, do you do a little acapella? Can you do anything for it? The big hit's Hello, right? Yeah. The big hit's Hello, and you can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Shazam, everything else right there, our YouTube. What is your Instagram again?
4: Hunter Moellum, H-U-N-T-E-R. Moellum is M-O-U-A-L-L-E-M.
3: And it's funny because there's a hockey player, I believe, with the same close name like you too. It's his but dad then again. It's his dad. Look, his
2: dad's right there. Oh, is That that, that, that does look like a Ken. hockey player. What the
3: fuck is going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hunter, as you did mention that, Craig. That's a good idea. Can we hear a few bars right Do now? You is your voice feeling good?
4: I don't got any freestyles. I'm not a fan. no, no.
3: You don't need to sing freestyle. Sing a little bit of your song. Hello. Which po- okay. Yeah, come on. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Right. The debut right here on Cannabis Talk 101. Heard in 134 countries and more. At- this is Hunter at G4 Live. Let's go, Muellen.
4: I said hello, can I slide through? Can I get your number? Cause I really like to You're not picking up what I put down, you just don't know I said hello, can I slide through? Can I get your number? Cause I really like to You're not picking up what I put down, you just don't know Baby, lately, you driving me crazy Why can't you just tell me how you feel? Please don't lie, I'm just trying to figure out why I've been on red too nights. Nice. The least you could do is just try. I'm on cloud nine. Spending my time, spending my time, feeling so damn fly. Feelings they fade, feelings they wait. Feelings I hope for a whole nother day. Better late than ever, but it's just whatever. Change your mind even more in the weather. Usually shy out I even say hi. I say hello now saying goodbye.
2: Hey! Yeah, he is, folks. folks!
4: Thank you, thank you.
2: Fantastic, That's awesome. Man. Fantastic. Well, we want to thank you for joining us, man. This Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break.
6: Bam! Chip, chip, drip. If you want a race, take a pink slip, slips. Orange champagne, take a sip, sip, sip. Love winning all the chips come with the dip, dip, dip. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the VIP. VIP. Very important, living in luxury. None of my peers want to win like me. Coldest kid from the North.
7: Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic.
1: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to
2: Cannabis Talk 101 right here at G4 Live Bud Tenders Awards in Las Vegas. And I'll tell you what—I'm having a fantastic time today. How about you guys? I'm having a high
5: time, baby. High.
1: You know, Greg?
3: Are you having a good time? That's the
2: bigger
1: absolutely. question. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah.
2: wow!
3: We got an absolutely. Well, absolutely, you guys. The show continues. Thank you, Hunter. We had a great time with you. Yes. And now we move forward to a beautiful woman, Frances. Povich? Did I say that correct?
8: Close. Pavic. Yes. Yes. Correct
3: me, please. Is it Pavic. Yes, it is.
8: Perfect. Come, right. Come, closer.
3: Okay. Come real close to the mic. And, Peter, okay. if you can listen to her, Thank she's you. real low. So maybe we ride her a little higher there. So she is the owner of Amigo Bob's Organics, her involvement in or organic farming movement. Started with the family Pavic Farming Farms in the mid-1970s where she was an early pioneer in the organic farming business. Since then, she has gone on to develop her own company. Franny's Organic and Organic Rosin Company, yes, raisins. Raisins. I'm so high over here thinking everything's (laughs) cannabis, it's rosin, and I've clearly seen the RAI. I don't know why I said rosin. Hey, you know, that's a a first that you thought of something else other than food. That is true. She started in 2002 with her new company, recently is the owner and founder in Amigos Bob's Organics. Thank you so much for coming and being a part of us here at G4 Live. But it's funny, early 70s, yes,
8: growing cannabis. No, not cannabis, uh, organic farming, uh, raisins, grapes, uh, all kinds of vegetables. Uh, we were the first company that actually did organic farming uh, commercially in the United States.
3: Nice, and when you say commercially, that was for the raisins and everything else that you No, that mentioned? was for
8: the consumers to sell to, to the markets when there before there were any rules or regulations or anything um, that was, Orga- that was regulating organic. You could say whatever you wanted to. You could say natural. You could say grown in the wild. You could grow whatever you wanted to. But then they started making regulations. Sure. And um, so anyway, we became uh, legitimate. Nice. So, <laughs> so Just like the cannabis industry now. <laughs> so, so I had the
5: honor of meeting this lovely lady last night as I was listening to the sound check for Hunter <laughs> Moellum and we got to talking. Actually, her husband said, You should talk to her about all the weight she moved in the 70s. Oh, <laughs> I, I, what, what was it, the 60s
3: or the 70s? She moved weight, huh? Let's talk well, about it. Well, this is what
5: her husband said.
8: <laughs> no, he, he didn't. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> ah.
5: but that, so that was what we were talking about last night. And I yes. said, I think we'd like to talk about some of that on the show we're doing. So, what kind of weight was he moving? 60. Uh, allegedly.
8: Allegedly. Yes, um,
1: statutes a, run.
8: A, so. a lot, like, you know, semis full.
2: Very <laughs> wow. nice.
3: And were
8: they growing this with your guys' organic products? Unfortunately not. Ah, <laughs> unfortunately not. So
3: your products, is this something that the cannabis community would benefit from, from an ancillary
8: product like yours? Oh, yes. I and mean, w- this is what we're why we're doing this, is because we felt like, um, you know, we did this in far, regular farming, the food that you eat. People smoke cannabis, you inhale it, you eat it, you do all this stuff, and it should also be organic too because people don't understand how toxic some of it could be if you're not growing it organically.
3: And what is it that's so great about organically when you say this? What's in your product or what is unique about yours?
8: What's unique about it, it is it's not toxic. It's only um, like our, what we have superfood and it has nothing but whole fish and uh, algae and uh, microbes and micro minerals and uh, all kinds of really natural products because our product is certified organic. So if you grow your cannabis with our, with our product, you know it's gonna be good.
2: Fantastic. Now, now you've you been in this industry for so long. Have you seen the, 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 the soil and, and, and you know, industry change quite a bit uh, to, to adapt to the cannabis industry or is it just all the same?
8: Um, it's kind of, the same. it's hard. I mean, as we know, our growers are, we have a, a large um, a group of growers in the Emerald Triangle in Northern California. And as you know, they're, they're very, very difficult to convince. They all have their own secret sauce and they all think their stuff is the best. But um, we've gotten them on our products and they love it. And we hope to, you know, educate all the other growers to say, hey, look, we want everyone to be growing healthy. So this is not something that you're doing that's bad for you, this is good for you. Gotcha. So
5: is this your,
3: so how long have you had to push into the cannabis space?
8: Um, about four or five years now.
3: What At led you there? The- Where, how did you see that opening?
8: Oh, well this is interesting. My uh, daughter is an oncologist and she was practicing uh, in Seattle and uh, so a lot of her patients wanted cannabis for treatment and she didn't really feel comfortable uh, prescribing cannabis that had been grown with pesticides and stuff to people who had cancer. So she wound up um, coming to me, she called me up, she says, you know, you've been in this business for a long time, can't you make up something, you know, so people can uh, improve the soil and not do something bad? And so anyway, so we said, all right, so we did. And we wound up, uh, it took us about four or five years to formulate all of this and test it all out. It's all been beta tested. And then we came out with a product that is clean and healthy for growers to grow And, and, and personal growers too. And we are, you know, we we sell on Amazon very small, you know, quarts and pints and stuff for people that are home growers. What does it
3: take to create their home grow? Say uh, someone wants to start with one plant. Is that something they use you for? Yep. And and what does it take from you? What what products do they need to buy?
8: They just need to buy one product. We have uh, something called Superfood, and it is like five products in one. And all you need to do is use that, and you you will grow a very, very healthy um, plant. That is also going to produce a big yield.
5: How, uh, go ahead, Mark. how, how yeah. long has your daughter been a doctor?
8: Um, for about ten years now. And did she believe in cannabis
5: use right from the get-go?
8: Well, she knew that it was that it was good but she didn't like the idea of grow of what uh, they were using to grow the the cannabis with and like i said if you if you're somebody that has cancer you don't want to be inhaling pesticides and also a lot of molds too
3: and sure. when,
5: once she knew that she was dealing with she wasn't dealing with that she
3: has no problem
5: with no uh, no problem
3: the, see that's awesome another great, another great doctor yes. it's always nice when a doctor looks into something and says mom create something better for these people that's a wonderful mother that you are that you're able to create something even better for not only those cancer patients but for all the patients that are around the for
8: world anybody
3: yeah yes. because this ancillary product is something you could buy anywhere and everywhere you yeah. said
8: amazon yeah it's on amazon
3: okay perfect so once
8: again and the
3: owner of amigo bob's organics that is it it's francis Pobich. Before we let you go, Francis, we want to do the high-five with you to get some inside info on you. Question number one, Francis: how old were you the first time you smoked cannabis and where would you get it from? I
8: was probably about 40 years old. Okay. (laughs) Nice. Nice. And I didn't get it legally. Let's put it that way. So just about two years ago you got it.
2: About two two years years ago. (laughs) Nice. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. And
8: where did you get it from? Uh, From an attorney.
2: The How Pop Brothers. That? They that got wall. the best. You know, I got
3: two lawyers here that are very big smokers. I'm pretty sure it was them. Two days ago. Allegedly.
8: Question
1: number two: what is your favorite way to use cannabis?
8: Oh, edible. Fancy.
3: Is there a favorite edible like chocolate or a, a gummy?
2: Yeah, uh,
8: peanut butter.
3: Mm. Nice. That's
8: good. Question
2: number three of the high five, right here at G4 Live Butt Tenders Awards, brought to you by Dime Industries and Cali FX. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? Oh,
3: good Lord.
8: Um, I don't know. Oh. In um, On a boat in the middle of the ocean.
3: That's always nice. Yeah.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Was it a life raft or was it a boat?
8: No, I was actually on the boat. I was not on a life raft. But hold on. Which boat and what ocean? <laughs> the Pacific Ocean. To yeah. be specific? to be specific.
5: Fair enough. All right, what are your go-to munchies? After you get high, that's question number four of the cannabis talk. 101 Hot Five.
8: I think oh. I'm kind of an unusual person. I don't get the munchies.
5: That's not unusual. I don't either. I don't, I don't I anymore don't either. either.
8: I don't either. No, I don't, don't want to eat. You know what?
3: I have the munchies right now, and I'm not even high. You always <laughs> have the munchies. You always have question the munchies. Question number five of the high five with Francis Povich, owner of Amigo Bob's Organics. If you could can smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or, alive, or alive, who would it be and why?
8: But uh, well, the first person that comes to mind is John Lennon. And why John Lennon? I think he'd be a great person to smoke cannabis. Music.
3: I love that. I wouldn't mind smoking with him myself. <laughs> Me too. Very artistic, very good. <laughs> is there anything else, Francis, that you want to inform the world about, about your product, why they should be using it?
8: You know, it's all about the soil, guys. It starts with the soil. And if you don't have healthy soil, you don't have healthy plants, it's probably not... You know, you want to be eating and ingesting, smoking, whatever, things that are healthy, not unhealthy.
3: And not only that, the good thing about you and your product is it's not just for cannabis, folks. You want to grow tomatoes. Oh, no. you, grow yeah, you, grow any- you want to grow anything you want. It's know good what I mean? for everything. It's, it's right there. Yeah. It's all for the taking. So make sure you go check it out on Amazon or wherever you get your products. Amigo Bob's Organics. Yes. It's a pleasure having you on.
8: Thank you so much.
3: Thank you. We'll be right back.
9: iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com
1: for more details. Take a hit, get lit and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101.
5: Mark and Craig Pop Brothers at La Blue, Come on. and Joe Grande and we are here at G4 Live Bud Tender Awards Mandalay Bay in Vegas yes. and
3: we have the highest host with us Adam Hill. Yeah. Joe, Adam Hill, I mean, Joe, not only Adam Hill, but I have so much re- our crew has so much respect and love for Adam Hill. When I see him, it's great. And I had the honor of meeting his better half last night at the pool party. Yes, yes. yes. It was a He's real best, pleasure best meeting half. your queen. And I say that yes. because, as I know all of our queens on the team here, that's what really makes us good. You know what <laughs> yes. like, like, when we do our jobs thank and we you, go Joe, out and work and this and that, and I like everyone's Wife, Amanda, I like a little too much, which is weird. do yeah. yeah. Craig's wife.
8: <laughs> well, I mean, don't, don't,
3: go. don't go to my wife right now. I, at all. Don't talk about your wife. At all. No, don't do I won't talk about motorboating his wife, but there's a lot of things about each yes. other. Oh, we're like. Okay, oh, that's an, I mean, an HR violation. Either, oh, sorry. Yeah, we don't want to call that. Bottom line is, I, I loved that I seen you last night in rare form with the queen, dancing on the sand. Yeah. It was fun. We're here at G4 Live, the Mandalay Bay. And it's also fun to see, Adam, you just get so much attention because you're so recognized. Even as I just told you on the break, I hear your fucking voice in the middle of my sleep. Yeah. I don't know
10: if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I don't no, know. No.
3: And, and, and do it for us. For those who want <laughs> what? to hear it again, the one. I mean, and it's yeah. like the, the kosher stoner, the host with the most, the highest host, everything else. That you've been doing when you come to these events and you just see them grow and grow. You've been in this game for a long time and you did did radio like myself way back. But let's talk about the convention aspect of what Adam Ill has seen the revolution of.
10: Well, I mean, we're at the Mandalay Bay right now in Vegas, you know, consuming and educating people on cannabis and the culture and the lifestyle and products. So I think that's a huge step. Uh, in our culture and community, that we're actually fucking doing this shit right here in Vegas,
2: dude. Man. In the hotel, in a main. In the hotel, in a main the first exhibition. Time ever, oh. Hey, it's
5: a, it, it's a, it's a far cry from a secret address <laughs> somewhere <laughs> that you didn't know until you got to somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you went and had a, a, a you know mini convention where you know consumed. Wait, and, hold on. He just said something that kind of described the last two or three nights of some exclusive after-party. Like, you don't know where you're going. You go to a back alley. To, it's all it's uh, always fun that way. Well, you know, if, yeah. you, if you talk to uh, me about it, maybe maybe you'll f- figure it a out. Secret. Well, I mean, a- when you were standing up on stage at, at Secret Sesh, did you oh. really ever imagine getting, I mean, this becoming what it's been and the crossover between the Sesh world... And the business world
1: has collided.
10: Well, I knew it was inevitable that it was going to happen. I knew the uh, culture vultures were going to come and big corporate was going to get involved. I term. Um, And I was just expecting. I just want to make sure we keep our culture and history alive and relevant so it just doesn't get watered down. And, uh, you know, people know what we've gone through, like, I used to do events in parking lots, random warehouses, just so we could bring like-minded individuals together to just hang out and share what we love and what we have a passion for, which is all things cannabis, be it consumption, be it culture, be it community. And just, you know, sometimes I'll have flowers that you don't have access to, and I would love to share that with you. Be like, look, bro, you think you're smoking the best, but let me really show you what you're right. fucking missing, dude.
2: Yes. Ah. <laughs> you, you know, Adam, I, I, I admire your work. I've, I mean, Thank you. I, I'm proud of the, the respect and the that you put into your craft because a lot of people are, like, flash. They come in, and they're gone. You're one of those guys that is here <laughs> that is here to stay. And and it's hard to find those people. So, you know, I enjoy rocking crowds with you and doing things. And it's always been my pleasure to watch your abilities to create new
5: things. So tell us some of the projects you're working on right now. What? Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait before you answer that, we'll, oh, we'll get to it. No, I just... He said something that, you know, there's people here, there's people everywhere. You didn't just, like you alluded, you didn't just wake up and suddenly get paid to use cannabis and pee all over the place. You you started in radio. What Tell us, to, you know, give us like, I don't know, what do they call the it? The history no, lesson. Well, hold, hold long, on. long story I, 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 short. No, 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 no. There's like a 30, 60 second intro maybe you do somewhere on others. All other right,
10: stuff. all <laughs> right. I'll, I'll try to do it uh, real quick. Um, I've always had a passion for consuming cannabis and the whole culture. I started around my bar mitzvah time. at Like 13 was the first time I Shalom. came in Shalom. cannabis. It became like a regular consumption thing at about 15. And, uh, you know, I learned that I could uh, make money while smoking so i'd buy like an eighth sell three grams to my friends allegedly keep a half a gram and then uh you know i would smoke it with them and just get more weed and then an eighth would turn into an ounce turn into you know pounds and i'm meeting farmers and just you know learning everything i need to know about it but i'm in radio i started doing radio uh, uh, for 10 years I was a brand ambassador of promotions I did street team shit so I was out on the fields and I learned everything that the salespeople wanted and what the clients wanted and I, it was my job to make both sides happy so I took that industry the radio industry and I started podcasting in 2009 2009 I started a podcast I took kind of that Things I learned in radio as far as, you know, product placement, sponsorships, just utilizing how I can uh, uh, display products without being forced commercials. I kind of wanted to be more organic with what I did. I podcasted from a living room in a studio apartment living room uh, in the Valley, and it just evolved and grew. I was on a bunch of different networks and stations doing content for them. I had you guys come on my show in about, when was it? You know the exact date.
5: January 22nd 2015. Yeah. You were close. You were close. <laughs> that
10: was at, at B you Real Studios, close. right? Yeah, it was at B Real TV. I was on B Real TV for about 3 years. Uh, then, you know, we, you know, grew. I grew and uh, evolved and started doing more shit. Now I'm kind of more focused on my own content. I do a lot of Twitch. I Twitch stream a lot now. Uh, I use everything I get with the culture and put it on this new platform cuz I don't feel we got a good representation of our community on that platform. I know Instagram is, we're fucked on Instagram. I know Facebook is whatever. Uh, 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 You
2: know, everything. What he means by that is shadow banned. And if you don't know what shadow banned (laughs) is, well, you don't want to find out. We've all (laughs) all had it happen to us. Uh, We've been shadow banned. Yeah, yeah, I've had a lot
10: of obstacles and struggles on IG. I mean, I love IG, but it's just like, I don't feel like it's.
2: Can't rely on
10: it. Yeah, dude. It's iffy. Yeah, yeah, not everyone gets to see. So I just, um, you know, took my passion for cannabis. I always knew there was something more to cannabis than just getting Maybe it was like preventative uh, medicine. Maybe, you know, I had ADD, so maybe it helped me with that. It helped me eat food. It helped me focus on shit. But back then, everyone just thought you were a dumb, lazy stoner and all you're going to do is play games. And I'm just out here trying to break that stereotype. And, you, broke and you, broke <laughs> yeah. you broke it. You broke it. You broke it. He broke it. I got a couple products, brands. I work with a lot of uh, you know companies and just want to just share the positivity of
2: this plant and Try to keep that. When you talk about breaking, and he's broken the internet several times with going <laughs> viral. I mean, this guy is randomly just popping up and feeds everywhere. I love it, and I, I like I said, I admire the hustle because it, it's it's a lot of work. People people see it and they go, "Oh, that's cool," but they don't understand how how much you have to put in to get those opportunities. Because those opportunities weren't free; they were taken. You went and took them, you know. And I I, I love that. can get you. if you don't take. Yeah. yeah you. Hey. And my favorite part about social media
10: is the comment section. That's like the most entertaining. <laughs> and I think that's what people need to learn is not stress so much on what someone that has nothing, that has no idea who you are and what you did and take that shit so personal. Because uh, I think the people who know the least about you always have the most to say. Yeah. And then the people who actually know you. Well, the,
5: I mean, like, like, like I think we were taught my kid when we first started getting haters. It's like, well, yeah. Dad, then you've made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. You made did. it. It's just entertaining let it, let it to me. Let it go.
3: And go ahead and leave them a comment. Get high every. Yeah, yeah. Please, please, comment Please go talk about. I his love long trolls. Hair. I love trolls. Long hair, don't care. <laughs> Is that a guy or a girl? Who's that pretty one well, walking down the block right there?
10: Well, you know. We, we, we don't know what people identify as. It's not just guy and girl anymore, Joe. You know what I'm saying? It's 2021.
3: You're dude. really messing up today, Joe. When he was walking earlier, last night when I seen him, I actually went up because he had some uh, biker shorts on, and I pinched his ass <laughs> because I thought it was a chick with his long, pretty locks. That's even worse. And yeah. then he turned with his beard, and I went, oh, whoa. Hey, yeah. boy, that's out of mill.
5: Do you use cannabis in your hair? And I was like, yeah. Um, what I do, here, I'll
10: give you a little secret, dude.
5: Please.
3: Like
10: I talk about my hair routine sometimes. If you care, you can talk to me later. But what I do is when I break up weed, like when I roll up weed here. Look, I'll show you right now. Like, let's say you got weed, right? You want to roll a blunt? I don't use grinders. I just use my fingers. So I'll put the weed out and I'll just dump it out, right? That looks about. Hmm, let's see.
3: That's a decent yeah, size. that's group. good. Oh, that's a big yeah, that one. looks that looks
10: right, right? I make sure a, a quarter, I make sure my nugs quarter. fuck, right? If my nugs don't fuck, so I don't you, smoke them. You, you squish them <laughs> together. Yeah, yeah. If they don't stick together, I don't smoke them. I'm like, that's not good nice, enough. Nice, nice. And then, and then when you start breaking up the weed, right, and you break it up, then you start getting all these oils and, and terpenes in your fingers. You know what yeah. I'm saying, dude?
3: I can smell that from the other side of the table right now. That's so cool. That amazing. Yeah, yeah,
10: yeah. I just smoke good weed, dude. Yes. So <laughs> like, so when you start breaking it up, right? Now I got all these like. You know, trichomes. I got trichomes. I got. I got mineral. I got uh, terpenes in here, and then I just take it and I like rub it in my beard a little bit, and then I'll put it in my curls. You know, a- and the oil is really good for your. Y'all can talk shit, but y'all compliment my hair, and this is what I do. So yes. question. Do feel like it's question. Really what worth- the fuck you saying right now? All right. <laughs> yes. And if you want to comment, you can leave a comment. I'll respond right back. So I just put it in my tips. You know what I'm saying? It leaves a little shine. It makes it smell good, and then the Turk look. I walk by people; they're like, "Damn, that fool smells it's like dang!" I'm like, "Hell yeah, dog! It's get your hair cut. It's a uh, Paul Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. Paul Mitchell, <laughs> baby.
2: Mitchell, <laughs> <laughs> the 420 sir, uh, version. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely a pioneer. Tell us, tell us what you are doing though in the industry, because uh, Mark Snug uh, took it from me. So let us know what you got going on. I know you're working on some projects. I've been stepping
10: up my uh, production content on my Twitch stream. I I don't know if y'all saw uh, my 420 stream, but I had like a full on production with like tech directors, teleprompters, producers, talent. It was like a huge ass production, and I'm just trying to focus more on that type of content because I feel like uh, the cannabis content is, you know, it's cool. There's a lot of original out there, but a lot of people just keep regurgitating other people's content. So just keeping long form uh, quality produced content and then turning that macro content into micro segments yes. that you could use on various platforms and just drive that traffic to a certain location. It's that you funny want.
3: because we pushed a lot of people towards that 420 event that you did and which looked like a lot of hard work to put together for, I mean- And budget. Right. So it's like, how did you- Budget. Set the time out to do such a great event when people are out there going, I want to be this social media influencer. I want to make money doing what Adam Mill does. Talk about the time it took to put together such an extravagant event.
10: Well, uh, it wasn't just me. I had a team uh, to do that that helped a lot with it. And- if you think you could do shit by yourself, you could handle it, but that takes a lot of uh, pressure and stress, and it starts affecting the people that are around you because you're very easily irritable and agitated because certain sh- you just want to make sure you meet deadlines. Craig's just agitated all the time. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we got an army with us. He's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, I just say just uh, have a passion towards what you want to do. Don't make it work because once it works, you become... Uh, you don't. No one likes work. No one wakes up and is like, "Hell yeah!" That's a four-letter word that is very negative. Is work. So just make sure you have a passion for what you do and be consistent. Like, not everything is gonna hit. Not everything is gonna be fucking what you expect it to be. Sometimes the the video that you just put on your phone and post real quick is gonna get way more views than something you actually focused on, produced, paid for ahead, oh, and almost, <laughs>
2: almost every time. Yeah, yeah. So
10: just be consistent and don't have any expectations and. Just be original because you will create your crowd. Like people will like you, regardless. You don't need to try to be anyone else. Just be who you are and your audience will start forming. If you're if you're fucking if you're likable.
2: It, or if, if that's what you're trying to do. It's 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 the fortunes and the follow-up. You gotta stay on it.
3: Yes, you gotta stay. Yes. And you say it. If you do something with passion and there's still a lot of room in this industry where I don't know if I want to do something, I just think what you said was key. Be yourself People will like you if you're likable. I mean, because let's face it, there are some people that are like Craig, that Thank are just you. assholes.
8: <laughs> oh, hey, sorry, hey, Craig.
3: hey, stop that. My big brother, he's, a, he's just honest, real,
5: and you know what? If he rubs you the wrong way, he's not going to just pretend to be nice for no reason. You you know know, what's funny? That's that's not what you were saying earlier when he
3: wasn't in Vegas. Hey, fuck. Shut up. let me find out. He might not even be coming to the show. I hope he doesn't. I hope he stays out of town. Amanda, keep him at home. We have the illest host right here getting high everywhere on Instagram. Adam, is there anything else you want to tell the people before we let them go as we're all the way live at G4? Uh, I would
10: I would, I would, would uh, real quick, everybody, I would just like to shout out all the growers in the building. I don't think yes, the growers yes. get enough love and respect. Yes. Yes. They are like the backbone yes. of this whole community and culture. Without them, none of us would be here getting high. None of us would be out here with these products. None of us yeah. would be out here doing this shit. Yeah. So please fit. shout out to all the growers in yeah. the building. Look, I don't give a fuck if it's one plant or ten plants. Or a hundred plants, or a closet, or a warehouse, or a basement, or a bedroom, wherever the fuck. As long as you're growing, I appreciate y'all. Because without you guys, I wouldn't be getting high.
3: And Adam Hill, as right. it is also the Budtender Awards. What is it that makes a great tender to you? Education. Yes.
10: Know your fucking yeah. products. Know what the hell's on your shelf. Don't be. Don't look like an idiot, please. Because you're supposed to represent us to the consumers, and just know. Just know things. Oh
5: I, mean, I this is important because I just I'm using
10: 27% human terps on my blunt because I had a little cotton mouth. So if y'all are wondering what's going on, I'm just adding extra human terps. That's it. Nice. See,
5: I'm glad you said that leads right into what I was about to ask you or say because a lot of people out here, you're that was like what's French or you, I they don't know what you're talking about, and there's so much misinformation. You can explain, you know, kind of what's what's a, what's a terpene. What's a, What does that all mean in layman's terms or in a simplistic way? How would you describe it to somebody who's who's thinking that? What did they, what did he if just say? You were say? a bud tender. What did he just say? There you go. Uh, thank, ter- thank you. Ter- terpen- to somebody who doesn't know anything.
10: Terpenes are basically the the fragrance, the aroma the plant gives off. Like all living organisms have terpenes. Humans have pheromones. Plants have terpenes. It's like the same shit. And I believe the terpenes have a lot to do with the effect cannabis has on your body. A lot of people look at percentages, and they always try to get the highest shit. But that's not always the best for you. I believe in the the entourage effect and getting all the chemical compounds in the cannabis plant, and find out what you
5: like. Now you said something entourage effect. People are going, "That was on HBO." Oh, yes, right. so I was on yeah, a- I'm actually <laughs>
10: signed to uh, Miller Gold Agency. Ari's my manager.
5: Tell, explain it. Quick. i like Ari. Ari, on, Ari Gold. Go Ari Gold's my manager, yeah, baby. I, I work Here, with, hit with Ari up. too. Get it out. Get it out quick. Entourage effect. Entourage,
10: it's just you know, it's an entourage. It's not just. It's not solely based on THC. There's other chemical compounds. So, the more that's involved with it, the more feelings you'll get with the consumption of the plant. The entourage. That's why I love cannabis. Is a feminine plant. We all know that. And tobacco is a masculine plant, and that's why I love mixing the two. I mix my tobacco with my, because I feel like that's a full-on entourage effect. And we are the only country in the world that looks down on mixing cannabis with tobacco. Sure. If you look in every any country, any continent besides the North American continent- I like your spliff. Everyone is mis- mixing it. So, uh, you know, I would just educate yourself on tobacco and uh, what you're smoking. And uh, just make sure, you know, you're smoking
5: clean products. Yes.
10: That's that's all I want to say.
5: See, that's a guy who, he's not breaking the stigma. He broke the stigma. What? In my opinion. I love Adam Hill
2: and I'm a fan. Well, Well, we want to thank Terpene Warehouse, Cali FX, Connector, and so many more. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Time we'll be right time. back. Are we no, smoking? no,
3: we're done. We're done for the day. No, after this Don't be smoking break. in here. Can't we're out of here. If that. nobody else loves mm-hmm. you, we, we do. do. I love you. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.